tip jar and a couple curse lights. Then cut my teeth, paying my dues. I leave my heart on the stage, cause there's nothing left to lose. I give you my soul, there is song I sing, but I know damn well nobody's listening. Talking Vernon's Road House. Well, learned about the place in 2011. It used to be a little honky tonk heaven. But something went wrong and something went south. Now only up and covers play Vernon's Road House. Tonk and Vernon's Road House. Daughter turning 18 this year. It's a pretty rough town. Good luck getting out of your gear out. They just wanna get drunk. Don't care about the music. Every other night, somebody's left to listen. Even Patrick Swayze can do Tonkin' knife stabbing gun popping Burns Road House That was a Brody Caster and Vernon's Roadhouse taken from his latest self-titled album, You Are Tuned Into, The Whiskey and Cigarettes Show, in the company of your Cabacus Nova, Roaming the Rodeo, and the Italian Dijonek. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome the show today, the one, the only, Brody Caster. Hey Brody, how are you today? I'm good, how are y'all doing? Appreciate you having me on. Oh, the pleasure is certainly ours, Brody. We're doing great, and you definitely made this uh, day even better with your presence, because we've been looking forward to talking to you for some time, so it's great to have you on the show indeed. 
Good deal. I'm, I'm ready. Let's, let's do it. Awesome. Well, we just heard this great song of yours, as I mentioned, Vernon's Roadhouse, uh, taken from your, your latest album. Now, when it comes to the origins of this song, how did it come about? Are there any stories behind this song? Yeah, so, so Vernon's Roadhouse is kind of a, it's, it's basically a shout out to all my fellow musicians and artists. And it's, it's about all the, the crappy and sketchy places we've played, all the rough gigs, you know, all the times where we've been told to turn down because I'm trying to watch the ball game, you know, while we're sound checking or whatever. It's just all those gigs that make you think, why am I doing this? Is this worth it? That's what this song's about. Because at the end of the day, we're gonna you're gonna have a lot of those, but then you're gonna turn around and have a bunch of gigs that, you know, you're right where you're meant to be. You love it, and it's just a killer show, and that's kind of what keeps the world spinning for us. But anybody who's ever picked up a guitar and had the dream of trying to sing country music for a living has had these type of shows, and that's what this song is about. And it's definitely a great one for sure. Now, when it actually comes to this new album of yours, how would you best describe it? I mean, what are people getting with this new offering of yours? Yeah, this is our debut record. It's our very first one. Mm -hmm. uh, it's our very first project we've ever done, and we self-titled it. We were trying to think of names for this project, right. and I thought, this is this is just me. It's, it's who, it's who I am. It's, it's a culmination of me in the last couple of years. Uh, we tried to get a good balance of songs on here because as, as a country music fan, right. And a, and a listener, I have multiple different moods or types of stylistically things that I would enjoy depending on what type of mood I'm in. So there's upbeat honky tonk tunes. There's two stepping tunes. There's a, uh, some, in my opinion, that just, awesome love songs that you know make you kind of miss your girl and want to be with your better half and, and there's, there's some ballads on there so any type of country music or, or music in general that you're into i think there's going to be a song on this record for you sounds good to me it's definitely a great album indeed now you know we talked a little bit about the story behind vernon's roadhouse and playing certain shows which someone's asked yourself why am i playing these kind of places but uh, when it actually yeah. comes to the the high-end stuff and the, the highlights of uh, of you know you playing live and such so far which has been you know the best gig to you and one that you always remember man that's hard right because <laughs> we, we play so many of them uh but i think I think a moment that really stood out for me would actually have to be something that happened early on in my career. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was 17 years old, I got to sing on the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. And I, that was part of, uh, was in high school still. Mm -hmm. uh, in high school, I did choir. You could audition for honor choirs. You could do league, district, state, and then nationals. And so I auditioned and made it into national honor choir. And they put us on the Grand Ole Opry, and that's where we sang. And so as a 17-year-old kid, being on that stage where the night before some of my heroes had played there, it was pretty surreal experiencing that, and I kind of told myself in that moment, I just, that's when it all kind of flooded over me and, and hit me, like, this is what I want to do for a living. And, and I told myself, I'm going to come back here one day, but I'm going to sing my songs. Mm. And I've been on the road and on the grind ever since. Well, you know, he's definitely hoping for, I'm definitely sure that dream will eventually come true. And I think it's going to be a nice, shall we say, um, uh, kind of closing the circle, if you will, from when you were 17, back in the quiet, actually being there, you know, as the, as the artist you are today. And, you know, you mentioned you know, that you stood in the same place where some of your heroes performed. And in the country music genre, who are your heroes? 
Uh, right off the bat, I think one of my biggest heroes and influences is Alan Jackson. Mm. He, uh, and I'm a big fan of 90s country too, so I love Tracy Lawrence, and Joe Diffie, Brooks and Dunn, uh, Clint Black, Vince Gill, guys like that, obviously George Strait. Uh, but Alan Jackson is probably the one who resonates with me the most just because uh, his music is, is it's all he's got down home music about small towns he's got honky tonk two-stepping music he's got love songs i mean songs that'll make you cry and as a writer he writes a lot of his stuff individually he didn't do a whole lot of co-writing which is pretty uncommon nowadays and i do do some co-writing but for the most part i'm writing individually and so i really connect with alan well, I mean, you, you definitely named it a true legend for sure. And when it actually comes to the latest generation of, uh, of country music artists, you know, like your Luke Combses, your Jordan Davises, your Chris Stapletons, these kind of people, do, you, do those artists also resonate with you? Or are you not as much of a fan of today's, should we say, artists? Oh, no, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of, of some folks that are doing some stuff today. Luke, I love Luke Combs. I think he's one of... Uh, the best writers as far as an artist who has a heavy hand writing their music, one of the best writers out there. Uh, and some, some of the Texas artists that are having success on the national level now, Cody Johnson, Randall King, Parker McCollum, uh, as, as well as some guys who have been in mainstream country from day one, mm -hmm. but they just kind of keep a traditional route to a John party. Uh, that's another guy that I just absolutely love. So yeah, I'm, I'm a if it's country music, if you can two-step to it, I love it. <laughs> well, we, that's definitely our kind of country music indeed. And, you know, looking at some of the songs featured on the album here, uh, Brody, there's actually one which I really enjoyed, which is Once I Meet Her. And speaking of that song, you know, when, and when it comes to you personally, what so far has been the most embarrassing date you've ever been on? The embarrassing date I've ever been on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, that's a tough one. I've been on some pretty bad dates in my day. Uh, and, you know, got stood up a couple times. Oh. Uh, there, one, one that kind of comes to mind, um, I'd asked a girl out one time, and I'd asked her out a couple times, mm -hmm. and she finally agreed. And, and I was just going to come over to her house. I picked up some steaks and some potatoes and some asparagus. I was going to come over and cook her, cook her dinner. Okay. And she texts me the day of and says, hey, sorry, uh, I have to cancel tonight. I just found out that I got a friend had extra tickets to this fake patties. It's like a St. Patrick's Day celebration. OK. Uh, a couple towns over, we're going to go to it. I said, hey, yeah, no big deal, whatever. Well, then I just texted another friend later and found out you don't need tickets to that. Even <laughs> anybody can go. Right. She was just using that as an excuse. And I, fr I fell for it. So that was pretty. That was a pretty big bummer. I hear you. Yeah, that's that's just not cool. I think. I mean, you just could have come up with a better excuse, or heck, not leave you left you hanging on the day since you were getting ready to to cook and everything. But but that's. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry about that. And and uh, another one that uh, that I really well, I, mean, I enjoy the whole album. Another one that uh, definitely stood out to me was also Neon Neighbors. And uh, it, what would you say you know, when it comes to having guests over at your house? Has there ever been a situation where somebody has come over and you're trying to get rid of them and you just, you're just being too polite to kick them out? I mean, have there been those kind of guests in your house? And you're like, 
how do I get rid of these guys? Cause like, I really want to go to bed or this kind of stuff. Has that happened to you? Oh yeah. And, and I'm, I'm such a nice guy. Like I hate confrontation. I try to avoid it. Right. And I, I try to just be welcoming and, and, and I love having people over at right? I'm, I'm kind of a, a host or whatnot. And so, yeah, that, that happens all the time. And, and I, and I really just, I don't really kick him out or nothing. I just kind of put up with it. <laughs> I just I feel too bad asking him to leave, so I just, you know, put up with it and deal with it. Like that's what I do. <laughs> well, good for you. I mean, because I would like kind of start going. Oh, it's getting a little bit late here. You know, I've got a day, got a long day tomorrow, and they just seem to yeah. totally ignore it. But I hear you. It happens to me too. And you know, you as you said, you're definitely a great guy. You know, and I've heard you know great stuff about you and stuff, but. You know, looking at yourself, what is the thing that you dislike the most about Brody Caster? That I dislike the most? Mm-hmm. Man, you're asking great questions, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I love try. it. Um, I think something that I dislike or maybe I guess would be a, a weakness of mine that I, do, that I don't like is sometimes I get so focused on, on chasing this music dream mm-hmm. that I kind of forget to just slow down and enjoy, enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And, and I've got such a good work ethic and, and a hard work ethic that sometimes it gets the better of me and I miss out on some important things and some stuff kind of flies by me that with family and friends that I look back on and go, man, I should have been there for that. Or I, I should have figured out a way to, to make that work. i you know, and so, that's just, it's kind of hard juggling that. And so I, I, as a new year resolution earlier in the year, that's what I had was I was going to try to be better at that stuff. So, well, I definitely, I, I, I totally hear you. You know, it happens to me too. And I think, you know, that, that a song by Cody Johnson actually comes to mind, which is Till You Can't. And I'm definitely trying to learn from that song of, you know, you've got that stuff to do, take care of it because you don't know if you ever get to do it again. So, uh, you know, you brought up Cody and uh, you definitely, I think that song is very poignant when it comes to this kind of stuff. And, uh, and, and when it actually comes now to, uh, to 2022, obviously, you know, we're three months in and, uh, and all this kind of thing. What does 2022 look like for you? What are your objectives and what are your plans for this year? Well, we've got a busy year already lined up. Uh, we, you know, we just released the album and our debut record. And then we've got a spring tour lined up out on the road in support of that. We've got about four or five states lined up here in the United States across you know, the South and the Midwest. Uh, and once that's done, then the, the summer, you know, we'll be taking a little break over the summer. Uh, it'll be right back to the studio, working on new music, getting ready for the next year. Mm-hmm. And I've got some stuff that is in the works that I can't, I'm under a non-disclosure agreement. I'm not allowed to talk about it. Okay, we don't want to get you into uh, trouble. <laughs> I will just, I'll say that there's some stuff happening on an international level mm-hmm. with some TV and some stuff like that that could be a possibility later this year that could really kind of help kick some things off. Mm. Well, that's that, we appreciate the tease. You know, I know you can only say so much, but we appreciate you say this, uh, this little hint. So I guess we'll definitely keep our eyes peeled for, for updates when it comes to that. That sounds awesome. And for those who want to find out more about you and your music, Brody, where can we send these folks to? You can go to my website, brodycaster.com. We've got a merch online uh, online merch store on there. We've got all the show dates, all the music. Uh, anybody who does social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, look up Brodycaster. We're on all those platforms. 
as well as anywhere that you stream or download music, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, Amazon Music, Google Play. We're, we're on there as well. So just if you type my name into Google, you'll find a way to get a hold of us or listen to us. Fantastic. Well, folks, definitely be sure to check out Brody and the wonderful things that he does because they are indeed awesome. And speaking actually of great things, Brody, we're going to be going to another awesome song of yours, which will be Go Down Swinging. Now, when it comes to this one, any particular stories or anecdotes behind this one? Uh, I wrote this song on my front porch at my house out uh, south of Toler, Texas, where I live. Mm -hmm. It was about 1 a.m. in the morning. It was a cool spring night. And I was out there, I'd had a couple beers, had this idea in my head, and uh, I had this hook called Go Down Swinging. Mm-hmm. And when you hear that title, a lot of people think, oh, it's about a fight. You know, he's going to go down swinging or, or whatever. And I had this whole other idea in my mind. And basically, it's about a guy and a girl that, that are falling in love. And they're kind of on that, that moment or on that brink of falling into one another and, and really, you know, trying their relationship to give it a go. And the kind of the kicker on what makes them fall is they're dancing on the <laughs> together. And so the line for the chorus is, uh, if I'm going to fall in love and lay you down this evening, I'm going to go down swinging because he's, you know, spinning her around sure. and dancing. So that's kind of where that came from. And we, we cut it in the studio with my producer, Chad Molden, uh, KSIJ Studios in Gladewater, Texas, and he absolutely killed it. So we couldn't be more happy with it. Well, it's definitely a fantastic, fantastic song indeed. Well, we're going into this awesome tune. This will be, of course, Brody Caster and Go Down Swinging. Uh, Brody, I want to once again thank you so, so much for the time. I truly appreciated it. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career and all the very best for 2022. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me on. Well, the pleasure was certainly ours. One more people, you heard it from Brody Caster. Be sure to check him out if you've yet to do so. He is definitely worth your time. He has an awesome album out there, that his self-titled album. Be sure to pick that up. He has another great song from it. This will be Go Down Swinging. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show with your Italian Dijanek. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Was shining bright on a cool central Texas night. You could feel the spring in the air. Old LP leaking through a screen door, clicks and pops from a vinyl record store. Keeping the beats as a hell near. I don't know if nights could get any better. Right now with you, I'm wishing this one could last forever. As I spin you around my front porch, I can't help but thank the Lord for blessing me with someone I could believe in. Every time I look in your eyes, I can see the flame of your desire. And I know that your innocent heart's never leaving. Cowgirls spinning round on a 
soft dust floor But there's something about you in the way you move Your cleansing touch in the things you do I can't help myself anymore As I speak you're at my front porch I can't help but thank the Lord For blessing me with someone I could believe in Every time I look in your eyes I can see the flame of your desire And I know that your innocent heart's never leaving Send me with someone I could believe